guest is the creator of the Life in Hell comics and his animated cartoon special entitled The Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire will be on the Fox Network next Sunday. Here now, take a look at a clip of that show. Here is what you'll see when you tune it in. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please say hello to Matt Groening. So your big, your big uh, holiday special. Are you excited about this? Yeah. The clip you showed wasn't actually from the special. Was well, not from the special. That's an outtake. Oh, I'm sorry. But yeah, uh, a blooper. Things like that in the yeah, special. Things like that. that yeah. Is, yeah, th is this your first? Uh, like it's a half an hour show? Yeah. First long form animated cartoon. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. And then it goes on uh, regularly uh, in January. Good for you. Oh, it'll be a series then. A series. Yeah. That's great. We'll be right back, folks. <laughs> to finish here. Matt, nice meeting you. Good luck with your big cartoon show. <laughs> and we have come to the final episode of season one of The Simpsons. It has been a long journey for us here at Shelf Life. And it has probably been a long journey for you, dear listener, as you have gone through hours of listening to us talk about it. Kevin's going to finally let me out of this You're room. Not, well, I suppose you... I mean, the season, <laughs> shelf life season is not over. You can leave to, like, get some air, but... Yeah. <sighs> Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that, though. And she's only allowed <laughs> to leave once the, the season is over. This is true. So <laughs> we, can, we can start, because this is the infamous episode of The Simpsons, Some Enchanted Evening. Which I, you know, I never actually called it that. Well, I, I still don't it? call it that. The babysitter bandit. Oh, the car <laughs> yeah, I mean, the babysitter bandit would be a better title. <laughs> it's a better title. But anyway, uh, this movie, this movie, this episode aired on May 13th, 1990. It is written by Matt Groening and Sam Simon, directed by David Silverman and Kent Butterworth. And the reason that this episode is infamous, and we, we mentioned it in the first episode of ours for, for The Simpsons, is it was supposed to be the pilot episode. And they sent the uh, animation off to Korea, or the storyboard off to Korea. It came back six months later. They did a screening of it, and it was atrocious. The the animation was so awful. bad, they were worried that if they aired it, it would immediately tank the show. And Rachel, I don't know, did you look at any of the old animation? I haven't, I've only seen a couple screenshots of it. I haven't seen, like, a lot of it. But it looks so, <laughs> so on the On the DVD, there's extras that show the animation or some of the animation. Because they taught, that's like all the commentary is about, is how bad the animation was. And it, it, it is bad. It, it's mm -hmm. horrible. It's it's a totally different style. Like, I could see maybe, like, a, it's it's almost Nickelodeon style or, like, Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, it looks it looks like short, simple yeah. cartoons. Like, very, very yeah. simple. And, and I don't know if that means that it would... Right. And not like a sitcom. Like, and and like maybe it it's is. just because we're used to the way The Simpsons look now that it looks so bad but it looks it looks really bad and everything looks I, for a lack of a better better term it's like it's it's very smooth everything moves like kind of disney-ish mm -hmm. where it's like very smooth but it looks leathery there's like scenes in this where marge looks like a like she has like a frog head and like her neck like moves like a giraffe. It's like Gosh. very odd. Can't picture the well, of a frog and a giraffe. Like like her her neck really looks creepy. like leathery, but like it stretches out. Like that scene yeah, where yeah, she's yeah. putting makeup on where Lisa's on the bed. It. Oh yeah, I know you're right. It's and she's so like, yeah, weird yeah. looking. Okay. She looks like a lizard. <laughs> uh, but the story goes on the commentary. So everything was done minus the animation. Six months later, they did this screening. So they did a screening in a room where it was some of the writers and, and Matt Raining and the directors mm -hmm. and the head of the animation studios was there as well. 
and James and everyone was shocked and people started just kind of like leaving the room and it was like in silence because of how bad it looked. Now, this is their story and yeah, it's kind of weird to think like it was that bad, but like it is pretty shitty. And he says Gainesville Brooks was just distraught. So there were only a few people left in the room. The people that, as Gainesville Brooks put it, were responsible. And he said, this is shit. And the animators were offended and said, maybe the script isn't funny. Like, maybe it's not good because the the script's not funny. So, wow, yeah, okay. they did not get off on, <laughs> on the right page. Can you imagine if they just decided to part ways and nothing ever happened after that? Right, so they right, realized right. it all needed to be redone. And they decided they had to get everything else done. But they had one week to come back and see whatever happened with Bart the Genius, because Bart the Genius was, was the next episode. And Bart the Genius came in, and they thought, okay, it's okay. And because it was okay, they were like, all right, we just need to shove this episode at the end, because it's going to take another you know six months to redo everything. But because Bart the Genius came in okay, they yeah. decided to pers- keep going. Otherwise, man, that could have been... It could have been rough. The it other really thing that help. comes up, it, and another feature on the DVD is they watch some of the footage again, and it's mostly like Matt Groening laughing and David Silverman laughing, and James L. Brooks actually walks out because he just can't take it. He can't take how bad it oh, looks. It's, it's funny. Um, oh, God. But the the thing is, and, and to defend the animators a little bit, they had no, there's no reference point on what, the Simpsons is supposed to look like. So they were just right. guessing. This was the and, beginning. And and the shorts are horrible looking. So they needed to come up with something that sure. looked decent and, and had, dy- you know, dynamic look to it and feel to it. So it, you know, they tried their best is, is my guess. And they clearly got better because they get better as the season goes on. Yeah, that's the infamous story of this episode and why it was supposed to be the first episode, which I don't think it would have worked as the first episode. I'm glad it's not the first episode. No, I don't think it would have either. Uh, as nostalgic as it is, I it would have, it, it just, it didn't do the same thing as uh, Simpsons roasting on an open fire if, did. It, it, it That one had the characters and development with the characters, and this one mm-hmm. doesn't. This one just feels like a short Yeah, I agree with you. And why do you say, despite the nostalgia, Rachel... Oh, well, because Free for personal. me, I like I said, I call it the babysitter bandit. And for, for me, uh, for, for me personally, I I like this <laughs> one. So, it, but it's, I think it's just because uh, it's probably one of the first ones I ever watched when I was yeah. a kid. It's my guess. Because I remember it all the time. And I remember the babysitter bandit. And I remember it being like, oh, I like this concept. It was goofy. And it was a... It was a Bart and Lisa do something together type of thing. And obviously you and me do stuff all the time. So probably me as a kid and like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's very nostalgic. It's just, it's just very nostalgic. Well, should we uh, discuss what the final product actually was and get into the episode? Let's, yeah, let's do it. Get let's, let's get into it. <laughs> uh, so, the, and, and it's weird to keep in mind that this was supposed to be the first episode, but I, it doesn't oh, like, yeah. For me, this is the 13th episode. You know, like, it never was the first episode. Right. The thing about it, though, before we get into it, I will say, I do think that a lot of the character development and, like, stuff that happens in the rest of the season, this episode doesn't fit. Mm Mm-hmm. Lisa's not as smart as you find out she is. Homer doesn't uh, appreciate Marge as much. Marge doesn't have as much agency. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff that, like, clearly they didn't plan out fully yet. Yeah. Yeah. Develop yet. Yeah. So, uh, the chalkboard gag, I will not yell fire in a crowded classroom. And the count... Well, always. Good advice. Um, that's, that's, you know, (laughs) it's illegal. I don't know if it's illegal or not. It's just... Yeah, a little... Oh, I think it is. It's illegal to just, like, start screaming fire, I guess. Because if you cause, like, mass hysteria, <laughs> it's kind of one of those things. I mean, it's another thing if you're, like, being attacked well, by somebody. Yeah. If there's a real, you don't if there's a real help, fire, You yeah. yell fire, because then someone actually, right. say, like, looks at you. Well, no, I'm saying, they, they teach, okay. they teach this women. Is a, this is a women's If a issue. woman's being attacked. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
it's well, okay. it's it's anybody's issue, but it's one of those things. I have a woman's being attacked or, or by you know whatever, yelling help right. or rape even or something like that. It doesn't catch oh, like people's fire attention does. like fire does. So you so you yell fire because and fire people will affects react. everyone. And if you, you're just being attacked, they'll be like, "Well, yep, you know, fuck you." <laughs> kind of. I guess that's the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been standing. You're on your own. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the that was yeah oh the couch, the couch gag. gag you're right I never said what the couch gag was, um, the couch gag well because we had good points <laughs> about you know Bart being an ass and and uh, I'd like to I want to see him do everything that he does in the truck in the truck yeah oh actually like do it <laughs> yeah. and get in trouble for it so that oh well, see now that would have been a concept he gets in trouble for something in class right in one of the episodes and then like in the next episode or something that is yeah the, the chalkboard yeah there gag. you go well they did that a couple that's times. A concept. When, when we get to those seasons we'll talk about it but there are a couple times that's uh true. in particular when they defamed new orleans the next uh. episode had something about New Orleans being. <laughs> That's true. I will not. You're right. I will not. It might have even been defamed. I, I just can't remember. So the couch gag is nothing. The couch gag is the family just runs in and sits on the couch. Hilarious. Yep. I mean, for the last episode too, it's kind of right. funny because you're expecting happens. something this time, and then nothing I guess, happens. I guess if I it was like that. I guess if it was the first. <laughs> you know episode and it was supposed to happen and then they right. started to escalate from there but it's kind of funnier that it ends with nothing happening so the episode begins with it's uh, a morning and the family is all eating breakfast marge is clearly frazzled and they're all eating like savages they're quickly eating everything and they're fighting over a donut and which is weird because you think homer would just take it but yeah they're being uh, they're being thing. typical simpsons uh well i mean it does end up going to homer because lisa and, and bart yeah. fight over the box and the and the donut ends up on homer but mm -hmm. then uh the kids hear the school bus and they run to the door and, and marge says that she made them lunches but they just say that they've got money and they take money out of her purse and they and they leave and then homer <laughs> is like i'm off to work and that doesn't kiss marge and then Ma Marge is left alone, and he, she says, well, it's just me and you, Maggie. And Maggie has fallen asleep. <laughs> so Marge is alone, and she's upset about the fact that nobody appreciates her. Again, it's our typical, it's our one story we have for Marge. It's nobody appreciates her. The thing that they Poor show... Marge. In the original animation, because apparently 70% at least of this episode was redone. The thing that they show in the original animation is how this scene originally started. And I guess there's a script on the DVD too, which I didn't look at, but is it's way more starting with just Marge and Maggie. And Marge is like telling Maggie, like, this is her favorite time of the morning because it's just the two of them and it's peaceful and they're making breakfast for the family. Mm -hmm. And then she, once the the other three run in it, it, she like gets kind of despondent because she like takes so much care in like making them breakfast and stuff that they don't appreciate it right and they're just very chaotic uh, so. it reminds me of an episode of boy meets world where the mom and that i don't rachel i don't know if you'll remember this one so the mom keeps making them like a big breakfast and then none of them stay to eat the breakfast and then at the end of the episode mm -hmm. cory cory learns to appreciate that his mom made breakfast for <laughs> I kind of remember that actually do you know do you remember what the the inciting incident happens that that allows him to to learn to appreciate his mom making breakfast for the family is it some it's got to be something with somebody else's mom because I think it's the whole thing of like appreciate the it's... little things your mom does <laughs> right and is it somebody, somebody somebody's dies. mom is dead I don't mom. remember it's not a mom it's the oh, lunch lady I had it oh okay yeah, and oh, Corey's upset that the lunch dies? lady died and nobody cares. And he's like, but she did all this uh, stuff for everybody. So then she, then he realizes right. that he should appreciate his mom. We'll get to that episode one day. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get to Boy Beats World. <laughs> so anyway, that scene happens. And while that's happening, the radio's on in the background. And we get our first Arnie pie in the sky. And he's giving the traffic report. But in between the traffic report is Dr. Marvin Monroe's on air therapy. So he's, you know, some 
I don't. I think this this might still be going on. I, I don't listen to a lot of talk radio. I mean, folks, if you're traveling, you should be listening to Shelf Life. Yeah, yeah you listen to podcasts. You don't listen to radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but um, that's right. I'm sure that there's like self help radio stu- stuff still. Um, but that's basically what he's doing here. It's like you call in, or yeah, at least segments. yeah, like maybe they'll have like a therapist on for like a segment or something. For whatever reason, and you call in and you you tell them your uh, your issue. So mm-hmm. she gets tempted to call in, and she decides to call in, and and she tells her problems. She's thirty four, and she's an un, another un, underappreciated housewife, is what the um, assistant or the screener writes down. While they're at the plant, or while Homer's at the plant, fiddling around with some plutonium or doing something. Do whatever, whatever this, he actually is, does it. Work. I mean, yeah. obviously, because this is the first episode that was supposed to air, he's not quite the safety inspector yet, so he's just doing stuff. And <laughs> the other the guys that work are making fun of of the people that are calling in, and Homer calls them wackos. Like, turn it up. He wants to hear the wackos on the radio. Mm-hmm. And she goes through the list with Dr. Marvin Monroe, and of all of the complaints that she has about Homer. Okay, let's see. Next we have Marge. She's 34 and trapped in a loveless sham of a marriage. Hey, turn it up. I love hearing those wackos. Tell me about your husband, Marge. Well, when we were dating, he was sweeter and more romantic and 40 pounds thinner than he had hair and he ate with utensils. (laughs) What was that last thing you said? (laughs) Ah. (laughs) What was that last thing you said? that's true. I got a genuine, I think, what was that last thing you said is pretty funny. That, that's oh, yeah. really, that's a genuine a good chuckle joke. out of that one. <laughs> like, oh, not a yeah. big face Monroe. That and, I'm as sure of it as I'm sure my voice is annoying, is also very good. Dr. Marvin Monroe gives her some advice and says that Homer's not appreciating her. And when he gets home, she needs to, like, let him have it. Mm-hmm. It was during the commentary here where they revealed that Dr. Marvin Monroe, his real name was Marilyn Monroe. And, like, his parents named him Marilyn Monroe. And yeah, um, yeah. part of the reason why he became right. a therapist was because he was named Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, so, like, he, he, he feels like he has to, like, pass right. it on. Which... It's, again, like, it's one of those dumb jokes. They were trying to do so many dumb name jokes back then. Yeah, but you don't even catch that, because it's not no, like he they never, say Yeah, it they never loud. reveal that. Well, there's a couple of things that they end up never revealing. So it's just one of those, like, little hidden things that yeah. they, like, keep to themselves. But it's, like, <laughs> funny to them, <laughs> right. because it's, the like, The character would be joke. dead before they, they ever reveal his name was Marilyn. Exactly. Like, I mean, yeah, like, no, literally, that is what would happen, is the character would die, and at their funeral, they would be like, Marilyn Marvin Monroe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait, his name yeah. is Marilyn? Yeah, if they would have showed a, if they would have showed a scene, that's exactly how it would have gone. That's exactly what it would have happened, yeah. And that would have been the reveal. Yeah, and that would have been the joke, yeah. The and it joke. was like, was it worth it? Was it really worth it? Was it? <laughs> uh, so... The, Oh, I feel like we're going to be asking them a lot of that that question in like the 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 latest Apparently episodes. Apparently, they've of brought the back Simpsons Marvin Monroe finally in get some there. of the latest episodes, but I don't know. I don't How? know. I don't know if we'll get okay. to that. I think wasn't there? Okay, hold on. Wasn't there? I we're not there yet, obviously. But in a clip show of the Simpsons, yeah, isn't that's he where they basically the really died. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, we want to, like, and then all the people who have died, and then, like, they're just, like, randoms that they chose. Like, oh, we're never bringing back these characters, so we're going to kill them off. So, you know, how do they bring them back from the dead? You right. know what? These aren't canon. It's two it different, they're different shows. doesn't matter. <laughs> right. So, Homer realizes that this is Marge, because... Because, well, and, Mar- and Monroe is like, you should leave him. <laughs> and she goes, leave Homer? And he goes, don't use his real name. So at, at the jig is up. Homer knows it's him. And, he, oh, and yeah. he's worried. So right, does everybody else at the plant. Somebody that sounds like Lenny was like, hey, Homer, isn't that your wife? But it's not quite Lenny yet. Right. 
but yeah. not quite characters. Yeah. And instead, Homer decides to go to the bar to try to stay as far away from home as possible, knowing he's going to get chewed out when he goes home. In the meantime, mm-hmm. Bart and Lisa decide to have some fun at Moe's expense. Ah, uh, come on, Bart, not again. Oh, where's your sense of humor? Moe's Tavern. Hello, is Al there? Al? Yeah, Al. Last name, Kaholic? Let me check. Phone call for Al. Alcoholic. Is there an alcoholic here? <laughs> Wait a minute. Listen, you little yellow belly rat jackass. If I ever find out who you are, I'll kill you. <laughs> and it's a, it's a classic one. It's, it's alcoholic. Are there any alcoholics here? And there's actually two prank okay. calls in this episode. <laughs> Yeah, there's this oh, there one, are. and You're then there's right. another yes. one later. But that's the first one, is Alcoholic. Uh, alcoholic. These are the kind of names, hey, oh. these are the kind of names that when <laughs> me and the guys would make players on Madden, or we would play Goldeneye and have to come up with like a name for our players, Alcoholic, yeah, yes. like that would be yeah. one of the names. The payoff that to was all the best of these way with, to do the, it. with the, the huge ass joke is, is the best one, I think. I think so. That one's probably my favorite. <laughs> World War Two is my favorite war. I had to. I said <laughs> you had to because some the reason it just came so. out. <laughs> uh, so the Homer says like he's worried because Marge thinks that he that he's a pig, and this is where we get that weird always giving advice bartender Mo, which is just it almost seems like that's the character that they were mm-hmm. giving him in these early episodes, but. He shouldn't right. be, and he eventually not does not become this. But well, I was gonna say, well, I think it's like he starts off with doing like quote unquote good advice, and then he starts just giving worse and worse advice <laughs> as his character develops, which is actually kind of interesting to me. It makes sense because everybody becomes stupider, mm-hmm. so his advice should get worse and worse. Right. Exactly. And when we find out that he is, like, the loneliest man alive, he shouldn't know how to, like, wine and dine. Yeah. Do anything. Uh, Well, he gives gives him the advice to, you know, take her out and show her a good time, show her a good night. And, Mm -hmm. which is what he needs to do, of course. The stuff that I got out of this was, Mo is uglier than usual, because his design is... Because, like, <laughs> some of this, you can tell, is probably the old... Yeah, the, the, the coloring's off. Everything. He's got, like, weird frog lips. Mm-hmm. Well, he always kind of looks like a toad. <laughs> but, yeah, but I mean, there is a lot, lot of, more apparent lot in this one. But he also tells them, like, we're all pigs. I'm a pig. Bonnie's a pig. He has... His voice isn't quite right, either. That is kind of the voice. No, he's almost had it, like, and, right and apparently, That's exactly it. This was not done by... It, I mean, it is Hank Azaria, but he hasn't quite figured out the voice for him yet. Because apparently, mm-hmm. again, another thing that happened in this first episode, it was supposed to be voiced by some other guy. And what do you have that name, Rachel? Yeah. The Christopher so I have Collins. no idea who that guy is. But <laughs> no idea. But it it says that that he was that it comes up as yeah, him being so playing Mo. For whatever reason, this guy didn't work out, and they gave it to Hank, and he comes up with. The Mo voice, the hey, Homa. But at first, it's not quite there. <laughs> um, and then Homer goes and gets some chocolates, and he goes to the flower store. No, it does. It says that that he did. No. Christopher Collins is most his life's voice in Some Enchanted Evening. But that, no, it's it still is Hank Azaria, right? I think in the final sure? product. I think he recorded one, and then... The, and then what what oh. we see is Hank. Okay, wait, wait. Yeah, you go you go to the cast of Some Enchanted Evening yeah. and it comes up as Hank Azaria. He's the TV host. Oh, really? Christopher Collins. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's what it says. So maybe Yeah, cuz that recast. voice doesn't sound like any of the ones we normally hear. Okay, anyways. So the so Homer goes go to the flower yeah. store and this animation is putrid. It, it is it is disgusting. <laughs> Homer doesn't. Homer looks like he's like three feet tall at some points. The flower guy is like stretched out. It's guy it is awful. Yeah. He could buy a fifty a dozen roses for fifty five dollars, and he buys one. 
So, although a single rose, <laughs> right, Rachel? Isn't that romantic? Uh, getting a single rose? Yeah. Yeah. So it's I fun. would think so. I mean, flowers are flowers, you know. Um, <laughs> and back at home, Marge is, is furious. He, she's impatient. She's waiting for Homer. There's a weird animation sequence of, like, all of this, like, stuff floating around Marge. But she's seething. The score for this season is not good, right? The score in this episode is also bad. But, <laughs> like, it's like there's all of these horrible noises. Yeah, yeah. It happens like five times yeah. where somebody takes a fucking mute in front of a trumpet <laughs> and just blows. <laughs> Whoops. That's just not a good sound oh, it has anyways. Its <laughs> but not, not here. I don't like it. Um, not here. No. So Homer's in the driveway and he's trying to recite what he's going to say. I love you, Marjorie. And like trying to come up with all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> So then the second he opens the door and he's got the rose, he's got the chocolates, he's covered in rain. It's very romantic looking. And he just says, he just tells Marge he loves her (laughs) and she immediately forgives him. And that's it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. She kind of melts into that. Yeah. That that whole sequence is like, that's over. I mean, it's all, it feels (laughs) like they needed to find a way to get to them taking a night night out. Yeah. Going on a date. Which is weird because it's they like, just well, why can't they just go on a date? Go well, I guess it date. is supposed to be like Homer's a, a, a big doofus. They would never go on a date. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I feel like they would, but just to get away boy. from the kids. Right. <laughs> the boy. But yeah, it does seem a little, I don't know. It, it's pushed. It's very pushed. Or forced. I guess it's that's what I'm trying to say. It's, it feels very forced for them to have to go through that whole sequence. Yeah. To get to but we get to this point where now they need to. They're going to go on a date. Homer has set up the the old off ramp in. They got a they got a room, which is weird. I don't know. That doesn't seem <laughs> well, like a they, fun. They're date trying to, to have a romantic <laughs> evening away from the kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just <laughs> uh, that my is thing. Is it? <laughs> is it a fancy restaurant? The yeah. The night at a hotel. Eh. What if it was like? What if it was like the Ritz? What Maybe. if it was like a, a good four star? Oh yeah, if it was like yeah. a Hilton or a Ritz or something, sure. Yeah, that's fine. Um, that's fine. Just yeah. to get away, go so do you're... something. But as long, it, yeah. But if it's like right around the <laughs> it's corner, not, I don't know. They, that's my only thing. I don't think, if I, I don't live think right around close. the corner, it's just yeah. like, why am I going to a hotel yeah. when I can I, just sleep in my bed? I think that they it's went a little ways away. Thought. They they had to travel on the highway to get there, so it's a little ways. Yeah. Um, so right. they need to get a they need to get a babysitter, <laughs> but and they need to call up the rubber baby bubby. <sighs> I knew I was gonna do it. I knew I wasn't gonna be able to say it. Nope. Rubber baby nope. bumpy bumpers. Wait, no. Rubber baby buggy yes. bumpers babysitting service. Rubber baby, baby buggy service. bumpers yeah. babysitting service. <laughs> and uh, Rachel, just speed my voice up so it sounds like I did that really well. Yeah. Rubber baby bubby bumpers. Yeah. I'm keep, I keep I'd saying say saying bumpers. Saying rubber bumpers. baby buggy bumpers. It's hard to say the buggy part. I just want to say bunkers. <laughs> well, it's because you're it in It doesn't one. make any sense. <laughs> That's uh, also very true. It's getting a little oh, cold down here. My new blanket. A weighted blanket. Weighted blankets are the way to go, people. I do. Uh, so Beautiful. Oops. They're getting ready to call the babysitting service. But before they can, Bart and Lisa are back to their old ways. And they are pranking Mo again. This time, Oliver <laughs> close off. A little pre-dinner entertainment. Most haven't. Is Oliver there? Who? Oliver, close off. Hold on, I'll check. Oliver, close off. Call for Oliver, close <laughs> off. <laughs> Which is another. Yeah, I like it, Oliver. Oliver, close off's a good one. It's good. Uh, I, think, I think we've signed uh, at some point. Maybe not myself, but my friends have signed things with Oliver Closeoff, um, I'm sure. <laughs> so I do like when Marsh picks it up and Moe's doing his, like, I'll kill ya routine. And, and she's like, huh. Oh, yeah. I'll take yeah. this cord and shove it down and your throat like, type of stuff. It, it doesn't matter. You, you, you put XYZ here. It, he pretty much good. says some it every time. Good, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, some of them are real like, good. Yeah, yeah, must be a crossed wire or something, and then she, they call back. What we <laughs> learn is that the babysitting service refuses to babysit for the Simpsons anymore because of how bad the kids are. Homer calls back and says, "This is uh, the Samsons," 
and and the old Samson. lady says like it's not, uh, did, did your wife just call and then he says like it's it's uh samson not simpson but she's like oh thank god so <laughs> yes yes idiot. idiot but but he does get away with it um <laughs> apparently and just to highlight this the old lady is June Foray. Matt Groening makes a point of the fact that they were able to get June Foray because she played Witch, ha- she played Witch Hazel for Looney Tunes. She was Rocky the Squirrel on the Rocky and Bullwinkle show. So for <laughs> him, he was like, and here's a good one for you, Rachel. She was Grandmother Fa in Mulan. So she's cartoon royalty. Yeah, and she, uh, she, like she it, passed away a few years ago. She was 100 years old. Uh, oh. Yeah. Wow. And, Good for her. And, and Macarini <laughs> brings it up because of the fact that, like, for him, it was passing the torch. It was getting somebody to pass the torch to mm. the Simpsons. And, and that would be Rocky Squirrel passing the torch on to the Simpsons was, was his thought there. I mean, right. I, they, they also, I mean, you got Minnie Mouse and, and stuff on your show, too. But, but for him, that was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's a personal uh, So, for him. for him personally. For him personally. <laughs> so, so, we cut... I know. I you know. started it. I can't I help know. it, no? We, you know, we love it. We love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, too, are, you know... I, I, I don't think... We haven't had a chance to do any other Red Letter Media beats, but we can always do that one pretty well. I, I, there's only a small portion of the audience that understands the last two minutes of what we discussed. But you'll all be there one day. So they decide to get ready. And as we discussed before, there's Marge is putting on her makeup and Lisa is like on the bed, I don't know, being a little girl kind of. And it's just this weird, like Marge has become a lizard. Like, uh, yep. This is this is lizard horrible. giraffe march, as, as he was discussing uh, earlier. But, but they're talking about how they used to go dancing, and and Homer's a good dancer. Cut to Homer shaving, and Bubba, 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 He's telling oh, Bart so that uh, there's not a woman alive who can resist a man who knows how to mambo. Which apparently is another mad draining <laughs> thing where, like, he wanted the Simpsons to listen to mambo all the time. I I guess that's a thing. Like, Matt had, has such, like, nostalgia for, like, the 70s, I feel like. And, like, and then because sure. he has nostalgia for, like, when he was a kid, it's, like, the 50s. I think, yeah, this whole, this whole Simpsons yeah, is his nostalgia. Absolutely. Well, and it becomes the writer's nostalgia, and it becomes different showrunners' nostalgia, which mm-hmm. is why nowadays you get Homer right. in the 90s trying to become a rapper. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I do like the animation here of Homer shaving. That's a good sequence. Just the, with, the, with the shaving. <laughs> oh, I do around, love that. that. And the, the pop. <laughs> and it's like perfect. And then, he, and then it pops back into place. Yep. <laughs> Is is really good. That's a really good sequence. I like. It's a good sequence. I think I might have to put it up there <laughs> on my list. Here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just uh, kidding. Go on, go on. They're getting ready to leave, yeah, and why? As they're getting done. ready to leave, we get introduced to Ms. Botts, who is a mm-hmm. odd-looking character. She is her really boobs weird. hang down to the floor. <laughs> See, I'm such a sad like, to them. I don't know. <laughs> this character is so bizarre-looking. Um, and she's played by Penny Marshall. Penny Marshall, the uh, famed director in Hollywood. I think she passed away recently too. But I mean, it, it, so it works in this sense. So they, they're leaving. Uh, she comes in with a couple of suitcases because she's staying overnight. I don't know why she needs two suitcases to stay overnight, but it's quite a bit. And you know, they tell Maggie needs to go to bed now, but Bart and Lisa get to stay up another hour and they can watch a video, uh, a movie from their video library. And it's the happy little, uh, the happy little elves meet the curious bear cub. Again, the elves, Bart hates them. Lisa loves them. That would go away. Right. I could see a few years from now, Lisa being like, why did I ever like the happy little elves? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but Bart is like, we don't have to watch this. We don't have to do this. Like, this is just guidance because he takes advantage of every babysitter. He's so used to it. And Ms. Botts mm -hmm. is like, you're going to watch the crappy little elves because everyone always does what I say. And I don't know what happens to kids who don't do what I say because everyone does. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a really good performance by Penny Marshall. But yeah, Rachel's making faces because it's this weird it's almost <laughs> disney-esque it's super smooth animation where you see every face yeah and exaggerated yeah you see every face the eyes the lip quiver <laughs> but, everything but bart gets intimidated enough that he just backs away and puts the video into the into the vcr and and they decide to start watching it while ms bots goes to put maggie to bed Bart can't take it for much longer, so he decides to be like, "We gotta just turn. We got. I'm turning it off." So he turns it off, and they turn on America's <laughs> Most Armed and Dangerous, which is clearly a take on America's Most Wanted, which I think is coming back. Right, I think they're bringing that show back. But is it? for for the folks at home that <laughs> may not know America's Most Wanted, give them a little idea of what it was. Here, it was just a show where, and and it was, it was it was done to profile fugitives in the u.s and the crimes that they did so they would do like reenactments and show like the murders or whatever but they would always end it with like showing a picture of the person and it was for kids it was scary like i remember like it turned on a few oh, times yeah. and it was scary they made it scary they would like play like really ominous music in the background and the host had a good like scary right. voice mm-hmm well, like, think, think yeah. Unsolved Mysteries. That's also like creepy. That. It's yeah. kind of the same idea. It's like, do you know, have, do you have any, like, but it, information? But it was, but it was real. Number? Like, same these idea. were real criminals. And I think that's what made it scary. Yes. Well, so is the Unsolved Mystery. Yeah. All of it's real and it's creepy. Well, unsolved it's Mysteries like, wasn't oof. always real. No. Yes, they are. They were like tabloid yeah, were. stuff. Yeah, that's the whole point of them. That was the whole point of them was that they were real because they they weren't able to I challenge try, figure you on out this. the case. I challenge. I did call this person die? Why? Like, some of them. Hey, you know what? It could be a hoax, but they don't know Folks that because home, they never solved the mystery. Please write in and let us know if unsolved mystery is real or not. I want to. I want to win this debate. <laughs> He's not gonna win. So anyway, they decide to watch Armed and Dangerous. On Armed and Dangerous, they do the Babysitter Bandit. And they talk about the the notorious babysitter bandit, and her real name is Lucille Batsakowski. And she might be using a clever alias, and, and Lisa kind of figures it out, like, well, bots. And it's a babysitter, so they kind of get, they start to get freaked out. Mm -hmm. And then he shows a mugshot, and it's Ms. Bots, and they scream. Same outfit and everything. Yeah, same exact same outfit, outfit and everything. Doesn't yeah, even nobody bother, like, changing. Outfit. So Ms. Botts comes in with rope, and Bart and Lisa scream, and they try to run out of the room. Bart goes into the basement, and he's going to try to use a bowling ball to knock out Ms. Botts. But it mm -hmm. kind of backfires on him, like the shelf falls over, so he gets caught. Right. And then Lisa runs into the kitchen to try to call 1-800-USE-SQUEAL, which is the, the number... To, do, to call into the show, or to call in, yeah, to call into the show to say that you have information on Ms. Botts. And as she's doing it, Ms. Botts is pulling the, the cord. So, like, that's, and, and Lisa's like being pulled along with it. So she gets caught. Right. Too. Caught. In the meantime, Homer and Marge are dancing the mambo and going to a fancy dinner. So, we get to see mm -hmm. a little bit of Homer and Marge dancing. This was another thing where Matt said that he mm -hmm. told the animators that they're a little stiff and they haven't danced in a while, but they're in love. And that was the direction he gave. They show the footage of the first time, uh, like the first animation, which w was bad, but it's very smooth. Okay. So it looks like they know what they're doing. I don't think that the newest version has that much of a difference. He acted like it did. And I couldn't see a total lot of difference. Like they still okay. look like they know what they're doing. They just kind of look awkward because it's Marge and Homer. Right. Well, I think that's the idea, though. That That's, I think, exactly the instructions he gave. Awkward because Marge and Homer, but they know what they're doing because they like to do it. And then they go to the old off-ramp in, but they miss the off-ramp. And it's like another, like, 20 miles until the next <laughs> off-ramp. 
How ironic. <laughs> but, but they're having a good evening, so they don't care if they have to drive slightly longer and turn around. But the point right. is that it's going to take them longer to find out that something's wrong at home because they're in the car still. And in 1990, there was no other way to get a hold of somebody. So it's not like Marge could be texting Lisa. It's not like they had cameras all over the house that she could check in on and see what was going on. This is one of those episodes that would have been impossible to happen in, in the current year. Because mm -hmm. the adults would have cameras on everywhere. <laughs> it's also very true. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do just for the dog. So I totally understand that. <laughs> so Ms. Botts has tied up Lisa and Bart. Bart keeps on talking, telling her that she won't get away with anything. So she tapes his mouth shut. That's a child being gagged. It's our running theme of the season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. Weird. How'd that Not can't come back anyone. up again? <laughs> um, but, but yeah, she turns the happy little elves on again for them, knowing that it'll drive Bart nuts. But Lisa's kind of like, just shut up and we'll try to make the best of it. While they're doing this, Ms. Botts is like going through the Marge and Homer's room. She's trying to find jewelry or like good stuff or whatever she can steal. And of course, she's like, stupid Samsons. They don't have anything good here. <laughs> Meanwhile, Homer and Marge are, make it to the hotel room, and they, he throws her on the waterbed, which, again, I don't... Un like. <laughs> I do like this one, because it's just, like, weird. The, that, yeah. Like, the rubberiness of, imagine. like, everybody. Like, waterbeds are not a thing anymore, but, like, waterbeds were the strangest no. thing. Well, you think people maybe. still have waterbeds? I, I bet well, there's folks people at home, let us know if you've got a waterbed. But, hey... <laughs> I had a friend who had, her mom had the waterbed, and it was the weirdest thing to, like, <laughs> sit on. I could not yeah, sleep you'd on move like, There's no I think way apparently I could they find they found out it was, like, bad for people's backs. Like, you'd think it would be good because, like... Right, because there's no support. You can, like, mold yourself into it, but apparently it's, loose. like, too loose. Like, it, it, it mm -hmm. it's bad for you, I guess, but for every once in a while. I can't imagine doing what Homer and Marge are going to do in the waterbed, but... That's just another story for another day that can't be on a brother right. and sister led podcast. <clears throat> this is family friendly. Well, family yeah. friendly. Uh, <laughs> no, well, uh, a brother and sister matter. podcast um, can't can't discuss that. But we're gonna have to watch and read we can't and talk discuss about sex. We're gonna have to discuss sex and a lot of different things. Talk about Game of Thrones, oh, man. Old man Logan. Okay, so oh. Welcome in. If you didn't listen to Old Man Logan podcast, go back. If you want to listen to uh, Hulk Incest, the discussion of Hulk Incest, oh, please God. go listen to that that episode. So anyway, I do like when it's Homer said, when Marge's like, I'm going to go slip into something more comfortable, and Homer goes, oh, the, the blue thing with the things? I just like his little excitement where he can't <laughs> it's, really it's describe cute. it. Yeah. And his... Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, when she walks back out is, is funny. <laughs> yeah, some good acting on Homer her. No, well, I mean, like, I good acting by Dan Castellaneta. Like, yes, Homer's not acting. Homer <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maggie wakes up and gets out of her crib because she's a genius. And she knows she can get away with it because the babysitter's here. So, like, I think Maggie even is bad for babysitters. Like, all three of them are bad for the babysitters. She sees mm -hmm. bots. But she sneaks downstairs, and she sees Bart and Lisa are tied up. But instead of untying Bart and Lisa, she wa wants to watch the rest of the Happy Little Elves. So she watches the end of it, and Lisa's able to convince her because she's like, Maggie, do you want to watch the Happy Little Elves again? And she, she yeah, she nods, she nods yes at Lisa. And he, she's like, well, you gotta come untie me. Again, another part of, like, Le Maggie being super smart and super strong because... She's able to untie Lisa. <laughs> like, right. you gotta think that Ms. Botts was pretty good at tying these two up. Yeah. Like a rope knot, because a rope is hard to tie in the first place. It's thick. But she unties them, and this is where the kids decide to come up with a plan. Maggie walks by the room that Ms. Botts is ransacking, and she spots her, because Maggie's doing the... The suck sound and yeah, falling dunk. over. Uh, one of the things about this episode, it says this in the in the big book of the family. Maggie falls over nineteen times in this episode, oh, which wow. is obnoxious. Yes, in this episode alone, holy cow! Which is 
Wow. wow. Oh my god. That is her I mean, shit at this point shit, is though. to fall is over. To fall yes, over and, and yeah. So Ms. Botts goes to find Maggie because she's gonna put her back in their crib. And she walks into a room that she hears the sucking noise, but the light's not on. And she turns the light on, and Bart whacks her over the head with a baseball bat, which is pretty brutal. Yep. Um, but she is a, a criminal. She's on most armed and dangerous. So, And then the kids, because the three of them together are un- unstoppable, as we learned in the last episode in Krusty Gets Busted, somehow drag Ms. Botts down the stairs, tie her up, Mm-hmm. And tape her mouth and put the happy little elves on on the TV. So they've got her caught, but they yep. need to get out of the house because Ms. Botts has ripped the phone wire out so that they can call exactly. The yes, and Marge calls the house because she's like, "I'm just going to check in on the kids." And Homer's already fallen asleep, so he doesn't care. And <laughs> there's no answer because of what Ms. Botts did. So now you've got Marge being right. like, well, we got to go home. There was no answer. And I also like Homer being like, well, I guess my work's done. Like, it's just like so Homer. <laughs> so the kids call the police at like a pay phone, which was a thing at the time. And I don't know if there's still, mm-hmm. there's probably still pay phones. Like, got to be some. There's some still. Maybe like at a, maybe like I would a, imagine uh, there's like places. Um, a train station yeah train stations universities i still think by have blue, like somewhere by the blue light specials maybe or you can I, I don't we didn't have a nickname for ours it was just the emergency uh, phone over there yeah, so. like same idea like that's probably like if they could have found one of those although i don't know how prevalent they are in different cities but so they run to a payphone and in the meantime which i mean if i know this was supposed to be the first episode and everything i would have just yeah, gone to that's Flanders true. House. they could have just gone to ned's I would I right. literally would have right. just gone to Ned. Yeah, that right. it's it's yeah, not established yet. yet, so it, I understand um, that. Cause that's right. a, that is a good point because they would have gotten there way faster, you'd think. Exactly. Um, so Homer and Marge beat the kids home, and they find Ms. Botts tied up. So they untie her, and and Penny Marshall does a really good job here of being like, "Please turn the TV off." Like that's the only thing she says because she can't take the happy little <laughs> and. Yeah, so Torture. they help Ms. Botts to her car, and her suitcases are really heavy now. Mm-hmm. But Homer takes her out to the car, and he gives her triple the money for all the stuff she had to go through because of the kids. And Ms. Botts gives her gives them right. some advice to uh, watch out for the boy. And Homer wants to tell her like a story, <laughs> but their sirens aren't hearing, so she like zips away really quickly. And then um, you see Ho- yep. uh, Bart leading the police back, like I- we've got her tied up in here. And Homer's like, you know what I just had to do to, like, pay off the babysitter? And there's, like, reporters, and the police are all like, you wait a minute, did you let the babysitter bandit go? And he has to, like, make up a story of, like, it was a struggle, I didn't let her go! And so now he, he looks like a boob <laughs> to the entire community, and again, yes. He again. Was, he was Bigfoot, and <laughs> yeah. Um, and now he's a boob. <laughs> um, so there, the episode ends... With Homer and Marge in bed, he turns off the TV because he laments looking like a boob again, and he says, like, he's just not that bright. But Marge says that he's raised three children that are able to capture a wanted criminal by themselves. (laughs) It's true. So that's got to be something. It's very true. I believe that here's the line, actually. Let me make sure I got the line. The way I see it, if you raise three children who can knock out an Hog tie, a perfect stranger, you must be doing something right. right. So that cheers up Homer. They turn the lamp off, and that's the end of the season. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, so that's the end. A little happy ending there. At least in the eyes. At least as good as Homer's going to get. And that is... Oh, one other line that I like from this episode that I found in the book. I got to bring it up. No, 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 go ahead. Homer's trying to pick out a lobster. And uh, he goes, oh, they all look so tasty, but I think I'll eat this one right there. And the maitre d' goes, why don't you pick oh, one that's yeah. a little more frisky, sir? Why? Well, when you choose one that's floating upside down, it somewhat defeats the purpose of selecting a live lobster. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, yeah, that's one. a good one. But yeah, that is the end of the season. 
And that is the end of Some Enchanted Evening. Rachel, what did you think of Some Enchanted Evening? Well, like, so I said my thoughts right at the beginning. You know, I have the nostalgia for the show itself. And I do think it has a lot of points that are funny. And even though the animation is horrendous, <laughs> the music is kind of over the top, everybody has really exaggerated expressions and everything. <laughs> I still like this one. I like the concept of it, and I like the episode. I think it's fun. It's a nice little short, like, easy-to-watch Simpsons episode. Okay. All right. Yeah, I know, we, I know, I know. We, we differ on this I, one. I, I do not like this one as well. <laughs> I can hear I it. I can much, hear it. I don't have as much nostalgia. <laughs> I mean, I, I can remember us watching it and liking the Babysitter Bandit as kids, and I, and I do think it's a good... I mm -hmm. almost would want them... To, I almost want them to redo it or, like catch the babysitter bandit if maybe the ones like if 10 or 20 years ago yes if if, if that those writers are redoing it that would be fun having the babysitter bandit coming back Absolutely. Uh, but, but yes i i am not as big a fan of of, of this one it's 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 just it's a little hard it's a little, a little janky for you <laughs> um, the other point of fact about this episode Apparently, in the original macrating script for it, at the end of the episode, this is where you were going to get Marge with the bunny ears. They took that Ooh. out. Thank God. Oh, I'm so glad. Because that <laughs> it wouldn't have made any and sense. Creepy and it would have just been ununderstandable. A nod to Life in Hell by macrating and and that and like maybe if they gave her like a shadow with the ears, okay, but don't. Don't actually give her the ears. It would just create her like <laughs> yeah, she's like a damn alien really or something. It would freak me out. So the time has come to dun, 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 dun. reveal whether or not The Simpsons season one and if and if any individual episodes and the entire season have shelf life. And, and so I'm sure we'll discuss and, and maybe we'll modify how we do this. But I think what we're at least going to start doing here with TV shows for seasons, we can rank the episodes because everybody loves a good ranking. But then we'll also mm -hmm. say whether or not there are any episodes that individually have shelf life, and if the entire season sure. is shelf-worthy. Yeah, has shelf life. As a whole. Um, mmm. So okay. I can start with my rankings unless you want to, Rachel. All right, so no, I'm no, going to go start ahead. from you the start. bottom, because... Oh, boy. Rankings should work like a countdown, <laughs> in, in my opinion, because... Are we going back and forth, or oh, are we going to just we, go I guess we directly could. into all of yours? I don't know. I guess, I mean, yeah, I guess you well, can just yeah, tell then me we yours can debate first, about the list. and then I'll okay, tell you so mine. I've got, at number 13, Homer's Odyssey. It's boring. Okay, okay. I can see that. <laughs> it's tacky, and I hate it. <laughs> I'm just not a big fan. At number 12, Bart the Genius. It's oh, also yeah. pretty boring. Yeah. It has a couple, it, it doesn't really have a lot of jokes in it. It doesn't have a lot that's like easily yeah. It just establishes or... some characters. Yeah, it's something. It I don't. It doesn't even um, do that. Number anyways. eleven, I have Homer's <laughs> Night Out, which doesn't. Nothing really happens in that episode. Okay. It's there's a few good bits in it. Nothing. Nothing too memorable. Number ten, Some Enchanted Evening. I like the Babysitter Bandit. Okay. There was some jokes wow. that I did like in it, yeah. um, a as we said. Um, but the animation <laughs> and the score make it kind of rough for me and some other things. Number nine, No Disgrace Like Home. I think the third act saves that one. Okay. So despite the fact that everyone looks weird um, or acts acts weird in that one, <laughs> um, true. I do think it's that there's, yeah. there's funny stuff in it. Bits. Number eight. Yeah. Yeah, some bits. Got some, some bits. bits. Number eight, The Crepes of Wrath. I think that there's some hmm. funny stuff in that episode, but the way that Bart gets treated kind of pulls it down a bit because it's just weird. Number seven, Life on the Fast Lane. This, I could probably pull it down even further. I have it here because <laughs> I do like all of the bowling puns and Albert Brooks is really funny, but right. it, it is a just just a kind of a uncomfortable episode to watch even though we do go through a lot of homer and marge stuff throughout the uh, the series but not exactly what i would call good <laughs> this is weird right yeah so yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. i i would say that's all on one tier and now i now on a higher tier well wow, you know okay. what I'll, I'll put two tiers i would say 
Homer's Night Out, Barthagenius, Homer's Odyssey are on the bottom tier. And then those next four are on, on another tier. And now this is this is my my next tier. Okay. Uh, where I have number six, sure. The Telltale yeah. Head. Mm-hmm. Good stuff mm-hmm. from Bart in it. So, some memorable stuff. It's a, it's kind of an iconic episode, but not nothing like too favorite on that one. Number five, sure. Moaning Lisa. I like the establishment of Lisa as a very intelligent existential character in that one. So that's where I have Moaning Lisa at number five. Number four, I have Bart the General. I think that episode is fun. I think that there's a lot of good stuff in it. I like the war with the kids going on. I like Nelson being the bully. I have a lot of fun with that episode, and it's nostalgic for me. Now, the (laughs) next three, I believe, all have shelf life on their own. I agree, because I know which ones you have. So for number three, I have Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire. I... Mm-hmm. I think it's a very good Christmas special. I think it is rough. Yes. It's rough. Don't get me wrong. Everything's rough in this season. Everything's but rough in I, this I do season. think it works as a, as a very good Christmas special. It's sweet. It has a very sweet ending. And mm-hmm. every, uh, Homer's trying to do the best for the family, and him and Bart are trying to like save Christmas. So I, I like that one. I think it holds up. I think it has shelf life. Number two, The Call yeah. of the Simpsons. This is just a funny <laughs> episode. It's just... <laughs> This is fucking funny. Yeah, um, yeah. And it is wacky. It's totally wacky. It could fit in in any other season, and, and but it has a lot of good jokes and a lot of good bits in it. And my number one sure. is Krusty Gets Busted. I think this fits in in future seasons. I think it's an awesome episode, to be honest. It, it It's almost on its, its own, but it, it definitely yeah. has shelf life. I think you could turn this on, and if you didn't, know it was season one if somebody else was watching it they wouldn't necessarily know it was season one sure yeah so that's my rankings rachel what do you get so i actually i i have something Mm -hmm. similar in a way okay so i put homer's night out i had it at 10 and number 13 Yeah, so my last, like, four or five kind of are interchangeable at this point, so. (laughs) But for me, Homer's Night Out is just kind of cringy. It's one of those that just makes me feel kind of uncomfortable. Then I have number 12, Bart the Genius. Already said, boring, No, nothing that sticks out, nothing that makes me laugh in that one. Homer's Odyssey, same thing. Just just blah. So that's number 11 for me. And then number 10, Life on the Fast Lane. I thought, like you said, it has a little yep. bit more to it. So it kind of has some like weird funny points, but at the same time, I still feel kind of gross. <laughs> so it, that's why it's like at the bottom mm-hmm. force for me. And then I have There's No okay. Disgrace Like at Home. Nine. It's, yeah, it's fine. It's in the middle, you know? It's yeah. like kind of like, yeah, it's fine, you know? But at the same time, not yeah. something that I like a lot then i have the crepes of wrath this is where it starts to go into the mm. okay i'm liking it a little better <laughs> but the crepes of wrath is still kind of weird <laughs> so it's right smack dab in the middle then i have for number seven the telltale head you i don't, don't have that feeling that like is i don't get that yeah. feeling for i mean the telltale there, head. there aren't a lot of jokes um, in the telltale head there aren't and that that's kind of why it's kind of it's 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 fun because of the crap Bart gets up to, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, yeah. eh. you know, I it's I just can't, I can't, there uh, for me. For, for putting it there, I was trying, I was trying to debate you on it. I was sure. trying to make this interesting <laughs> and debate you on it, but it's like I can't really. Yeah. <laughs> now I ne- next okay. I have Bart the General. Bart the General's your six. So it's it's good. I think it's fun. It yes, it's number six for me. It's it's got. It's got stuff that I like to quote, and it's fun. It's fun. So now I'm getting into my top my top guys. I think the top six is probably, you know, they're good. good. They're good. So, <laughs> yes, you're very good. Number five, I yeah, have I as some enchanting that high, but <laughs> And that's the, no, the that's nostalgia fine. factor for me. Same thing yeah. as Bart the General for you. It's, it's, that's, it's the babysitter <laughs> bandit for me. And that's just my childhood. Uh, <laughs> then I have Moaning Lisa. So I have Moaning Lisa at four, and I don't know why. I feel like it's it's a relatable episode in a way. A Sometimes you just feel yeah. kind of that existential crisis of hating everything. Um, 
And I like sure. Bleeding Gums Murphy as he's well. So man. just he's having him in there, man. I like him. He's a sax man. He's great. I like I like the blues. I like the music. And then, yeah. So here's the funny part, Cuff. Yeah, I have we the don't, same top we three. Have, we only <laughs> have the like exact one same in the, order. In the bottom nine that are in the or ten that are in the same order, but the top three we have the same order. Right. Yes, absolutely. I I really like the Simpsons on an open roasting on open fire, and I think like I agree. I think it's a really good a Christmas episode. I love that Santa Lose, This is how they get Santa's little helper. It, it, it tugs at your yeah. heartstrings a couple times. You know, it's one of those those ideas. And then uh, I do love the call of the Simpsons. <laughs> you know, I I did put it at number two, but I love the call of the Simpsons. It's it's a little wacky. You like it's Maggie with so the much bears. fun. There's crazy things. <laughs> I love Maggie with the bears. It's cute. And I, it, yeah, it, it is. It's just it's a fun, fun episode. And then, right. And then number one, Krusty gets busted. 100%. 100%. It, it's, this is where I, I feel like this is where they're jumping off point into being the Simpsons. Yeah. This is the episode. That's a good, point. That's a good way to put it. And I think, I think this is where they kind of went, wait, this is, this what, we is, can do. This is yeah. what we want the re- the yeah. future seasons to be so that's kind of yeah. why it's that, my no, number one well put and i think between there. all three of those that is that is kind of like yes. where they realize what they can do is with those three episodes definitely mm-hmm. um, absolutely so what would you say overall about the season do you, do you think people can put can put the box set on their shelf you know, for it being season <laughs> one of The Simpsons, which is outrageously long and everything, I would say mm-hmm. yes. Now, here's my here's here's my thing though. I'm looking at my list. Half of the season <laughs> has self shelf life, and the other half so is kind got, of like so here nor the there. there. I got half the first season of season one uh, of okay. The Simpsons on my shelf. I I uh, <laughs> I mean I own the I own the DVDs. So it is shelf I mean, it worthy. I, I, I mean, granted, again, this is probably, I got this for Christmas in the year 2000 or 2001, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. If it would have been 2001, I can't remember when it 2001? That's 20. Yeah. Ooh, um, okay. So this, it's my first DVD. So like I played this thing like crazy. But, but I, I, I will say. <laughs> I, will I know say you did. We watched did it a lot. These, I haven't watched these episodes in forever i mean oh yeah Yeah. maybe a decade like maybe since i've been in college i haven't watched these episodes if this show if our show does anything for us i know i'm saying the line but i i actually mean it this time i'm actually this is a shoot me saying for for me personally i enjoyed being able to go back (laughs) and actually watch the episodes with a fine tooth comb and, and maybe I'll say more of it at, in our last episodes, last episode of the season, but being able to go through this and think about every little joke and every little thing for mm-hmm. you and me, and hopefully for the listener one, I hope that you're gaining an appreciation. Cause like we said, we really are trying to tell the story of everything here for you, but right. it made me appreciate it, appreciate it a lot as much as, yes. and I think it's going to make us appreciate stuff that shit that we hate, like utter garbage. I think that some of these episodes oh, are garbage. But, possibly. You know. We'll find out. We'll um, find out. But overall, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I own a thing, so I do have to, to say it has shelf life. Now, I'm with you. I, I truly only think, like, a few episodes are ones that I would necessarily revisit. But if I'm doing a, or recommend. Or recommend. Or the entire season or the entire series, you're watching the whole damn thing. It, it, you're, you're getting the whole thing. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. with that being said... There's only two ways to get The Simpsons season one on DVD, folks. One is nowadays, as of nowadays. this recording. One is the DVD, which I don't think they're making anymore. So you can probably mm-hmm. find them somewhere. Two is Disney Plus, which our running joke, if you haven't gotten it on Shelf Life yet, is that we we're at war <laughs> with Disney Plus because of the fact that they own all of the IP that Rachel and I love. <laughs> which is is true they they do which is which then someone i mean obviously you could make the argument well then why don't you have it if they own everything right, right. that you like well but 
Well, there's multiple I, I, reasons. And our, our reasoning is we just don't, we, we have a hard time giving in to a group that, that has that much control over what you love. Now Absolutely. I will give just yeah, yeah we're, we're kind yeah, of rebellious in that we'll way. Yeah. In. If not for this show, something else will yeah. we'll have us do it. But um, <laughs> if you have Disney Plus, definitely watch the first season of The Simpsons, or watch. Hopefully, you watched along with us. I hope it's on there. I hope it's on there. I hope the whole thing. Or you is bought on the there. DVD Oh yeah, absolutely. Watch it along um, with us. Th- those are those are the ways that that you can watch along. And I only bring that up because I will give Disney Plus this. Even if there are episodes on there that that don't that aren't appropriate for the current year, they still have them up there. So at least I think they do as of this recording. But I don't really know. I don't know actually. That, yeah, that I might be I haven't kind seen of hard to tell because we don't have it. They don't. But I mean, this a lot of the stuff. But they don't have everything up there. They might own everything in those like the studios and everything like that. But they don't put sure, everything sure. up on Disney Plus all the time. Yeah. So it's it's hard know, to tell. They maybe they'll right. never put it up. Maybe they will. It's it's right, that's right. kind of a up But that's in the air why we that's why we have this show to tell you if if it has shelf life, you know, if you if you think that it has a space on your shelf as well, you might need to find a copy of it so that you can keep it. Or at least the episodes that we said have shelf life, maybe you can find dig, buy, you know, digital copies or something. Anyway, that was a very long-winded answer by me, so I might have to edit that down because I <laughs> went on a tangent. Um, we'll see. But yes, that has been The Simpsons Season 1, and I'm exhausted. That was exhausting. So am I. <sighs> we yeah. just did that all in one sitting. I don't know how we got Man. that. Um, but but, but um, yes, I thank either. you all for, for coming. And the words of Apuna Haspium Apetalon, Please come again, and we will continue our journey through everything in the zeitgeist of culture here on Shelf Life. I'm Kevin. And I'm Rachel. Well, kids, that's our show for today. And now, in the words of Mr. Cole Porter, Every time we say goodbye, I die a little. Every time we say goodbye, I wonder why a little. Every time we say goodbye, goodbye.